Lemon Pepper Parlay is presented for the People by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. Welcome into the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. I'm Martin Weiss, joined with my buddy Will Blackman. As you said earlier, cheers, mate, from across the pond. You know, uh, it's all, all different hours of the day and night compared to me. I'm in the morning. It's nighttime over there. How's your day been so far? Because you're you living mean, a full day you mean, how, you, mean how the, you mean how did the day go? The, yeah, exactly. The day, the how day did was, they go? The day was great. I had a couple, you know, had my production meeting with Sky uh, Sports out here. We did a did a pod this morning. I um I went to the gym and I I did something extremely dangerous, man. Um. I tried CrossFit. <laughs> How did it go? Uh, that was, I'll I tell you what, that's a whole, that's a whole sport in itself. That is a whole sport. I, I'm, I'm big on like, I respect the movement, but that's some dangerous stuff, bro. That is some dangerous stuff. At one point I thought my back was going to go out and I said, I see why people come here and get messed up. I see why a- average Joes go in there and get absolutely obliterated. I see why that every CrossFit gym, there is a chiropractor living next door that is strategically placed there for that, for that reason, man. So, I mean, I, I, I burned about a thousand calories, but I got to be careful with that, bro. Yeah, no, I, I, I CrossFitted once or twice and it felt yeah. very much like I'm in like my old high school basketball workouts. Like, I'm like, yo, I, I don't think I should have warmed up to work out for this. Like, I needed to ease up into here. I already I warmed up. I, I already ran like a mile. I did a whole like prehab routine. And then, you know, because once you once you get tired, you start losing form and then, you know, things go. And oh, yeah. And then I, I went to my barber. Boy. Oh, Hey, they they chopping out here, dog. All right, I'm just. I'm about to say that you got that type of haircut (laughs) across the pond. They 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 chopping out here, bro. You have a British barber, or do you? Did you bring your barber? Yeah, no, I got to bring it to England. There's a dude. There's a dude in uh, in uh, London. Yep. I guess I shouldn't be as surprising as it should be. I know. You know what? The fact that you were able to get a crispy haircut in London is less surprising than watching. (laughs) Some of these roughing the passer calls that we've seen over the last two uh, over the last two days of football between Grady Jarrett and then uh, and then Chris Jones on Monday night. I mean, and everybody's going to the should roughing the passer be reviewable? I don't know if I want more reviews, but I do know this: we have got to stop with the overreaction from week to week to week about calling penalties in the NFL. It seems to me that's how people that are. That is the bigger issue than anything else. That's how people are, man. That's that's Twitter for you, man. They they get they get so emotional with anything and everything. I mean you might as well. If the game goes longer, then so be it. So people can like be quiet and shut up about it. You know, they're especially when it's a when it's a judgment call that, that has a huge impact. You know, if there's something that there's a call that can be an automatic first down or a 15-yard penalty, like for that type of that that huge gap. Like DPI is spot of the foul. Like those should be reviewable. Like the ones that have big outcomes. Now, false start, all those little things, you know, um, whatever it is, no. But the the large penalties, we those should be reviewable. I mean, I just 
That's here. Here's you agree. My That's thing. cool. Appreciate it. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't because it's like should. Okay, should roughing the passer be reviewable? I think that they would review both of those penalties that are the one Grady Jarrett's and Chris Jones's, and maybe Chris Jones's gets overturned because he had forced a fumble beforehand. But he fell with his body. His body weight came on and hit uh, uh, Derek Carr. You know it. it the way that Grady Jarrett slung uh, Tom Brady down, it was very similar to the way that Tua was slung down. The issue is there's nothing else they can do. This is a violent sport. It's like, you know, trying to uh, – it feels like these roughing the passer. You can't hit them high. You can't hit them low. You can't – you got to avoid this, avoid that. You got to do what Max Crosby did. Max hugged Mahomes at one point. And that's essentially, that's essentially <laughs> where where that I mean ostensibly because that's Arthur Smith after the game he goes how can I coach what do I coach basically you know he's like I, I'm not blaming the refs the refs threw the flag whatever what do I coach to ensure that I don't get penalized and it seems as if Max Crosby you know that was a harbinger of things to come where we're just going to be bear hugging guys good luck with you know the Josh Allen's of the world when you try to bear hug him right because he's bigger than you and stronger like well, well and- no no I'm glad you mentioned Josh because I would say that. The refs call it depending on who the quarterback is. Okay. Brady is 75 years old and is Tom Brady. <laughs> so for him to get slung to the ground, it's like, I'm sure there's emphasis on that. Now, Josh Allen, he's looking for contact. When Cam Newton ran, he, he's looking for contact. Sure. I mean, uh, Lamar Jackson, he's he is running the ball, like getting busy. So the mobile quarterbacks or even, you know, Jalen Hurts, he got smoked one time. So maybe the the refs do pull back because they know what type of quarterback that they that they're dealing with. Um, so I would say it's it's based on that, you know, um, when you brought up Josh Allen. But I hear I hear you on that in terms of like like what do we do? Like how do we coach it? Like how do we go about trying to not get penalized for these things? If if it keeps changing every single time, every single week. It's a judgmental call, you know, and I'm sure the emphasis was there in terms of throwing the quarter because, yeah, you can't land on them. So people are throwing them to the side and then right Tua got thrown too hard. So now I'm sure the referees had a meeting about emphasizing about throwing the quarterback. So it's like, I don't know, man. Like you know, you said, start just, I, I feel like and I understand that public perception and so on. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just go out and say this, but it's like drilling for oil. There is no environmentally safe way to drill for oil. There's ways you can do it that are safer for the environment. But the act itself is bad for the environment. But we're all going to get in our cars and we're all going to drive them. You know what I'm saying? We're going to hope that there's no oil spills. Football is dangerous. There are things you can do to make it less dangerous. But the fact that we are playing the game, people are going to have concussions. People are going to break bones because it is it is uh, people are going to sprain things and tear things it's a byproduct of the game that you pl- of the game that we watch and we all love and it, the sooner that we can get behind it the sooner that maybe we can stop doing it. like we can all see what happened to Tua and say that's terrible we need to adjust the concussion protocol make sure that guys who have concussions are actually out of the game and make sure that they that, that you know if you can, if you receive a concussion in the game you get out of there and then uh you're monitored and so on. Take all of those steps to ensure that that is okay. But like, 
changing the rules of the game essentially is going to just change the game entirely, and we're not going to have the game that we that we watch and, and love. And maybe that's for maybe like you said, if, if you really want to avoid concussions, that's the way to do it. Quit playing football. Well, like you said, we watch the game and the highest paid of the quarterbacks. The people are watching to see these quarterbacks. Tickets are sold because of these quarterbacks. So the game is protecting the quarterbacks. There you have it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you better be careful cutting off your uh, nose to spite your face because you over like eventually the game that you're protecting the quarterbacks for is not going to be the same game. It's just like we said, uh, the game, the game, the game's going to be just fine, Mark. Uh, hey, just, I know I is. tweeted. We, well, let's listen, just, let's just it already it already adjusted. It already adjusted, and people are still enjoying the game. It adjusted a, a ton, and we had one of the best games ever. Last year between the Bills and the Chiefs. That's not a segue. We'll get to that soon. Well, we'll get to that soon. Just so we'll get we will get to that Bills Chiefs game soon. But speaking of a game that was an absolute banger and somebody who wasn't having much fun, the uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders. Devontae Adams walking off the field. You know, shoves the, the guy who's you know everybody wants to make sure that he was at work. He was working. He was a credential worker. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't he was, just a fan. He's an employee. Yeah, but it, it was a, everybody was like, he is a CW, credentialed worker, right? So, you know, yeah, that happened after the refs overturned his catch, non-catch that would have set up for the Carson field goal after Josh uh, McDaniels decides to go for two instead of tying the game after oh Patrick Mahomes leads a big comeback, which came after the Raiders jumped out to an early lead in the game. So what's your take on Devontae Adams and this and this this this, sho- this shove? Yeah, my whole thing with the shove is I, I, he's dead wrong. Okay, I get it. He's he's pissed off. He's walking uh, to the locker room. You know, he's he's walking with his head down. Dude looks up and he just pushes the dude. And that was like a legit push. I wasn't like, oh, watch out. That was like a legit oh, yeah. push. Like get out of my. It was a get out of my way push. Straight up. There's no no doubt in it. Um, but that's what happened. And then he, after the game, he, he I mean after that he realized what he did and sent out an apology. Um, I know people are like he should have turned around and and helped him up, but he was already so far gone that he was he was willing to push the dude. Now I'm never I'm never in a situation where I'm going to like justify what somebody did. I said like I said, Devonte Adams was dead wrong. Now I can understand where people are coming from, whether I agree with it or not. Because he was in a different state of mind. You know, when people are irrational, they do different things. And that is just across the board, point blank, what it is. Devontae is known for being a stand-up guy, a gentleman, you know, a consummate pro. Once in a while, you're going to lose it. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, this is this was the situation that happened to him. Um, you know, and unfortunately, you know, the guy ended up pressing charges. And as of now, he is getting charged with a misdemeanor assault. So I'm not uh, my thing is I'm not overly crazy about it. Like. I'm, I, I like to have fun. I'm always joking around on social media. I, I, I love my sense of humor. And that's just me. I'm not going to go on there and be overly crazy and debate and argue about it. I was laughing. Like I said, they're both in the wrong. He, he should have seen Devontae when he walked across and Devontae should have seen him. So they're both wrong. And people just went off and which is fine. But like, I don't care dude. like, I actually fault the camera guy for, or the sound guy more, (laughs) a a lot more than a lot of people do here as, as someone who has been a credentialed worker on sidelines, yo, get that, get the hell out of the way of the talent. Like, (laughs) seriously, bro. 
I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Devontae no, Adams. No, no. Uh, let me preface it. Devontae Adams should not have put two hands on that man and shoved him in that you, way. You can't preface it. Listen, preface it or not, people are not going to like it. So, but no, I prefaced no, it. Look, look, when you are working, like when you're working, and there's other people around you at their job who are making millions of dollars, and your job is to like help the production of that. Get the hell out the way, okay? Get the hell out the way. Just move. Like move. Like what are you doing? Oh, just to- wait. Just wait. Just wait. Let him just go by. Wait for him you- to go past. What are you doing? Get like he like- tried. He tried to. He probably tried to run by quickly so we can get an image of him walking in, and he happened to just time it up really wrong. Well, you know that's because your job ain't timing. Your job is getting the sound. So don't you know? What I'm saying move out the way. I mean, and then the thing about it. Other thing is you're pressing charges. Sell it a little bit more. You got to think that he's audience, pressing charges because no, because he got he. Everyone's like, you need to press charges. You need I to press charges. I understand that, but what you got to do, you have to understand. See, he, my man, didn't have no awareness of what he, he going didn't let on. go. He didn't let go of the, the equipment either. You should have. He should have thrown it and flopped. Exactly. He should have been like, think, think about <laughs> the like, audience that's watching this. Think about the audience he's that's up watching this. That's what he should have been. Well, I mean, we've seen all types of concussions. This is football. We're used to. We're looking at. We're we are disproving people's whether or not they have concussions or not because they didn't go into the fencing posture. If I'm that guy, I'm acting like I got fouled in the NBA game. I'm going down like the sniper hit me, okay? Like, I'm out. Don't help me up. I'm staying down here until Devonta Adams leaves the stadium, okay? like I'm, No, I'm but, you, but you would – yeah, if you intentionally cross paths on purpose, he, he didn't know he was going to get shoved. That's why he didn't have time to react. See, that's why he needs to have his awareness up. You, hey, you on the NFL sideline, bro. You got to be ready. You see, no, he was in a tunnel. Well, you know what? There are some, hey, and I just want to say, take this moment out to say, shout out to all the camera people and the sound people that actually are paying attention. And when something, when the play comes their way, they run out of the way. Every so often, you see, like, like the, I get it. The line, the judge. No, there are some. Them. There are some that are entitled. There are a lot of cameras that feel entitled. Hey, and you know what they happens? Get, they get, you know you what happens? <laughs> exactly. You end up getting hit. Because you know what happens? The people who people are there to see, you didn't get the hell out the way. Now, I could, yeah. Like I, when, I, Robin, when, Robin, when Rodman fell and kicked that cameraman. <laughs> Did that guy press charges? I don't know. Who knows? Probably. Who I, knows? But to me, I, I don't fault the guy for pressing charge. I was divine to Adams. I'm going to need your game check for that one. I'm sorry, bro. Like, I get it. I get it. I shouldn't have been here, but you messed up worse. So I'm going to get that check. But I just as as an aside, because guess what else? Guess what's not happening most of the time? Most of the time, Devonta Adams shoving you or whoever's shoving you as, as a credentialed worker on site, whatever talent pushes you down or moves you out the way, it's not on national television. So you don't get a bag. All you get is fired because you were in the I'm way. Not pressing, I'm not pressing charges, man. Well, well but I didn't have an NFL career. You know what I'm saying? I, it doesn't I, matter. Trying- no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, if I'm if I'm that dude, I'm not pressing charges. He didn't. Devontae did not. He I didn't have, seek me out. He didn't seek me out. I would say this though. Literally, he, literally, I got caught in a storm. Well, in all seriousness, if the guy was really hurt, then I okay. 
I don't know. Let's figure something out. Yeah, here. like he's reports really him hurt. going to the hospital and checking out stuff. Like, yeah, if he's actually hurt, like if like if he's actually hurt, right? If and, he has like medical expenses yeah. and he he really broke an arm and or or something like that, then yeah, I let's get figure it. that out. But if he right? just he I'll, just fell on his butt and got a little bruised, like we'll find out. Which is all the more reason why you gotta sell it. Stay down. Stay down. Make the refs call a foul. This guy needs to take some notes from LeBron. The basketball season's around the corner. We'll get ready. Oh, my But the, so I asked you this a couple weeks ago. And I, I and the question is still the <laughs> you same. You know what's so funny? What's I that? literally thought you were about to read an ad. You said basketball's around the corner, so get ready. I'm like, no. oh, I thought you were about to I thought it was a read. <laughs> nah, man. I don't have don't get, don't we'll take a break in just a minute and then everybody can no, hear all no, the season's phone can, lines. You can, you can. <laughs> But before we take that quick break, I want to know, is the break in Dak's thumb going to cost him his job? Because I'm hearing from people who have, like, intelligent football opinions, right? Not just, like, you know, your average Joe on Twitter, but people who really, like, go out here and do this on a regular basis, that the Cowboys need to stick with Cooper Rush until he loses a game. And I'm not talking about Dave Damashek. He falls into the first category I'm talking about, the (laughs) non-intelligent football category. (laughs) Oh, you, I'll tell you what, right now, right now, Dallas is playing some good football, like just solid, not trying to do anything crazy, no crazy, like huge plays on offense. Like they're just playing good, solid football. Offensively, they're featuring both backs. Like that's what they should have been doing. That's when they were at their best. When they got Pollard and Zeke doing their thing, both getting like, you know, 15 carries, like just taking over controlling the whole game. And then defensively, I mean, they're playing lights out. Micah is absolutely unstoppable. Um, they're just playing good. For, and then special teams going out there scoring touchdowns. Like, just all three phases are doing well for Dallas. And and th- so they just have tons of balance. And, uh, yeah, it's going to it's gonna be interesting because they don't they don't need – like, Dak can go out there and, you know, have a couple of games where he'll throw for, like, four to 500. But that's not what they need. They need they need the balance. That's how this team is built. Run the ball and play some legit defense. So I mean, honestly, it's kind of I look at it like that. Like right now, the team is winning. Like right now, they are. That's all right. Will I, Black, I, I would just wait. You're on. You're on the Cowboys right now. You you've seen everything. You're in practices and all of that. You're sitting there happy that Cooper Rush is. It looks like that. Like if Coop if Dak never starts another yeah. game for the Cowboys, the Cooper Rush. Uh, uh, starts out. I, I might I might have to Tom Brady deck on this one. I might Are have you to serious? Just tell Drew, but I might I might have to tell Drew Bledsoe like hold on man. It's hard to go like immediately like if it was just one game, but it's been like uh, it's been a bunch, and right now there's so much momentum, and what they have right now is, is going pretty good. So if the, like like you just said though. Is it the whole reason that you have a franchise quarterback is so when things aren't going well, that franchise quarterback can solve the problem and still get you a win? For example, Monday night, you're down, what is it, 20 to nothing or 17 to nothing after two bombs. You're going three and out, three and out, three and out. Mahomes brings them back, right? Travis Kelsey didn't have a big yardage-wise game. He's getting the ball to other guys to drive the ball down the field. Obviously, Kelsey had the four touchdowns, but it was a it was a group offensive effort led by Patrick Mahomes to get the Chiefs back into that game and eventually win it. You do that, and you pay a guy like Patrick Mahomes what you pay him because you believe that he can get that done for you, right? So, like, you're telling me 
that Dak Prescott can go out there and throw for uh, you know a three four hundred yard game, and you say that with the uh, intonation that Cooper Rush couldn't. So isn't that what you go get a Dak Prescott? Isn't that why you have a Dak Prescott? Is so that way, whenever things aren't rolling, you can win that game still. Like I don't understand this logic from you and other people. Like how if Dak is, well, I I don't get it <laughs> because I don't. <laughs> is it like we're just gonna go with the guy it's that we because, know because because the jury is still out on Dak. The jury's still out. Like this, the, if there was one quarterback going into the season that had the most to prove, it was by it is by far Dak Prescott. Not even close because the jury is still out on him despite him getting paid and despite him being, you know, the franchise QB. Like the jury's still out, especially for Jerry to be straight up and be like, hey, I love a good QB controversy. I know he's saying it because he wants to be silly on camera. But for him to even like elude and say that, like that's what, you know, if if it was the other way, he would just straight up say, hey, when Dak's better, he's back at quarterback. Like just say what it is versus like I like a good you know quarterback controversy. I mean, but as a as a player, I really don't care because I'm winning right now. But as a coach, I pro- I would give Dak back his job as soon as he's ready because now we know we got a backup quarterback who can do so. Which to me, I think the backup quarterback is the second most important position in football because stuff when when stuff does hit the fan, you got to have somebody in there to come in and, and still produce um, and, and still be able to not give the ball up run the offense, and try to win games. And that's what Cooper Rush is doing. So, yes, as a coach, I would give Dak back his job. And hopefully Dak can, you know, pick up exactly where the team left off. It's just like I wouldn't do anything different. I run the, I run it the exact same way. I think what the Cowboys have stumbled into, their winning formula because of the limitations that they have at quarterback they have found ways around. Like you said, they're running the ball 30 times a game. Zeke and Pollard are getting all these touches. Which is, what they, should be doing. Exactly. Which is so what they that, should be doing. That's the doing. strategy. So like now when you get Dak back in there, continue to try to do that. It's just here's the thing. That strategy has worked for Dallas for four consecutive games. As you know, in this league, eventually somebody's going to blow it up. And it's just, when somebody blows it up, that's why you have Dak Prescott. And I'll go one thing. Hold on. Another thing about this Cowboys team that I've been hearing, and I don't care for it too much. We have been – Michael Parsons is great, okay? Incredible. I can't remember seeing guys on the offensive line jumping so frequently and being seeming so intimidated, it feels like, just by Michael Parsons' ability to rush the pass. But he right. has played <laughs> – off the top of my head right now, 20 NFL games. Can we stop saying Lawrence Taylor? Like, can he have five seasons before we call him Lawrence Taylor? Like, there are other pass rushers that we can go to besides, like, how about, like, maybe he's tracking to be an early Bond Miller or something along those lines? Because, I mean, it's just like, it's like calling Joe Burrow Tom Brady because he went to the Super Bowl in his first, in his second year. Like, it's it Joe is baby I, Brady. See, you're, you're, you know what Will, you know what I'm finding out? You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. That's what it is. You're part of the problem. So no, listen, I'm, so I'm not, He's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing the whole Lawrence Taylor thing. I'm not doing that. Michael Park, Michael Parsons is, he is generational talent. He is his own generational talent. He's not the next LT that was a different beast. He's not, you know, whoever, but he is you know, already within 20 games, 
is is legit because he already he 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 did, he found out already like these dudes don't want to block me and these dudes they, can't block me. They have no like they, that's they just, have that's no just, interest in blocking that dude. No, that's just point blank period. You know he, when he he pulled, I guess he had a little groin injury. He went out and only came in on third downs and only came in on third downs and still ruined the game by playing one down a series. It's been a yeah. while since we had a defensive MVP, and I think Lawrence Taylor was the last person to do so. I'll say this. Micah Parsons is so far and away the Cowboys' most valuable player that it's it's laughable. Oh, it's not even close. It's, it's not, not even, even close. close. They, they, get, they get smacked, especially that Tampa game. They get blown out had Micah not destroyed them in the red zone every time they got down there. But, you know, and we'll get into that Bills-Chiefs banger that you just talked about. But before we do that, let's take a quick break. Caesar, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundqvist, and now, yes, yours truly, the Lemon Pepper Parlay is a proud member of the Caesars Empire. And you know what it is that sets Caesars Sportsbook and Casino apart from the others? The perks. It's the only sports betting app with Caesars Reward. So every time you place a bet, win or lose, you get reward credits, which you can then use towards game tickets, bonuses, experience, and free stays at the iconic Caesars destinations and more. And your very first bet, it's on Caesars, up to $1,250. If you win, congratulations. If you don't, you get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code Full, and go full Caesar this season. That's C-Z-R-F-U-L-L. Oh, and Caesar Sportsbook and Casino plays by the rules. They comply with all the legalities of the sports betting world. So here comes a lengthy, unabridged, national responsible gaming disclaimer. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2500. Three seven or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Cross Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Ontario, visit connectsontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text CONNECTS to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. Let's take a quick break. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1-per-month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, well, do we have the new Brady versus Manning coming up this week? Is this it? You know, we have the Bills and the Chiefs, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, the 13 seconds that ruined Buffalo seasons last year. <laughs> <laughs> there are, the year before. Well, I mean, I just, you know, it, 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 you know, Mahomes and Allen, they've had some pretty impressive and, and exciting games. This one this Sunday is also trending to be a very exciting one as well. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely this game's gonna be dope. No question about it. Because the the reason why I like the whole Brady and and Manning comparison, because it is about the two quarterbacks. Sure, you got the Chiefs and, and the Bills, you know, battling, but these two quarterbacks are legit trying to outduel one another. All, like no matter what. Like that's just what it is. And you you saw you you just saw the look on Josh's face last year and he's like and he's like okay like when next year comes around like I'm not messing around with anybody clearly he's taking it out on the entire league and this this is part of it this game I don't want to say he had this game like marked he probably did you know because he wants to play them again but he's he's this is kind of like the appetizer for the playoff game when they meet up again um and and that's for sure what's going to happen it reminds me of I remember watching America's game, uh, the 94 49ers. Mm-hmm. And Steve Young was like, it's just us and the Cowboys. Like, no one else in the, no one else in the conference matters. It's just us and the Cowboys. Um, and and that's, that's it almost seems like what it is in the AFC. It's, it's definitely, <laughs> bruh. I mean, I picked the Ravens to, win the, to go to the Super Bowl. And, you know, they've had a decent year so far, some pretty epic collapses. But when I just look at the Bills and the Chiefs, it's just like, wow. Like early on, it's just like, man, it's going to have to be something catastrophic to one of these two teams for me to even be close to right. Chiefs didn't miss a beat. They didn't miss a beat. No Tyreek. They didn't miss a beat. (laughs) As long as you have, as long as you have Andy Reid, Mahomes. Like it, it could be, and and I'll throw Kelsey in there too. It, it it could be a revolving door of receivers. Just get some dudes that run four threes and just put them out there and make them go. I mean, it's it. That's what it pretty much seems like right now. Because I mean, if you told me like Ryan Tannehill, for example, was the quarterback for Marquez Valdez Scantling, Juju Smith Schuster, and McCole Hardman. You'd be like, all right, congratulations on finishing third in your division. That's the right? Titans, like, basically. Yeah, it's like the, those names are not like those are not. It's not exactly Jerry Rice and Terrell Owens on either side over there. And I get that Travis Kelsey's, you know, up there in terms of the greatest tight ends of all time, but he's still one man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he's still, still one man. One he's man. just one man. Yep. He's just one yeah, man no, who requires it, double teams and triple teams. It's just yeah, no, no, but that's but that's legit. But everyone was worried about them struggling at wide receiver, and I'm I'm literally saying like you can just with what he can do, you can just plug in 
receivers. They usually just line up with a bunch of punt returners, and it's like, let's go. And they scheme stuff up. And also, they're running the ball pretty well. They got like 10 running backs as well. All lines doing great. Like, it's just right now, overall, man, the the, the Chiefs are playing outstanding football. And and there is something. It's, it's funny. I watched them mic'd up with Patrick Mahomes, and he is nuts. Like, dude is legit. No, he's like legit crazy. Like, when he gets into that mode where – He's like literally ticked off at everybody and he's like talking trash and he gets he's he's getting all swaggy and doing all his his antics, whatever. Like that's a dangerous dude. That is dangerous. And same thing with Josh. Like when he gets into that zone, you can see him. He almost looks like, you know, when when Hulk Hogan was about to, was getting jumped again, about to pass out, and all of a sudden he starts breathing hard. <sighs> and you well, see him get up. Like that's what Josh looks like, man. So just it, even on the field. You you seen Josh Allen throw a shoulder or two after a play like yo you're gonna get the hell off yeah of he got the, he, shoot, this year he had the mush this year he had the yeah, stiff yeah. arm this year already and then who could forget Patrick Mahomes the the cameras caught him on the sideline Andy Reid holding him back you know say, I'm Max. here I'm right here yeah I'm right here oh yeah let's go so, right so yeah this is this is gonna be. It's kind of this is the type of game where you just throw away the playbooks, man, and you just go. Like, let's just go. Well, the Bills are three point favorites. Who do you, yes, do you get Patrick sir. Mahomes as an underdog? I mean, yeah, you I'm, have, picking, I'm picking the Chiefs. Like, there's no question. I'm about to it's say, not, this, it's not. I'm going with the Chiefs too. I'm taking Mahomes as I'm taking Mahomes in the points, but it's just like, just on its face, you have the runaway train that is the Buffalo Bills. Fresh off being an NFL team by 35 points, right? <laughs> like they just they just won by 35. And then and like I mentioned, right? Did I tell you that? I said they're about to beat the hell out of Steelers. Oh, it's not even gonna be close. I not mean, even be close. I thought it would be a little <laughs> respectable. <laughs> no but, way. No way. Lord, not even. Not yeah, well, even. let's pick some more of these games. I'm like we said, we're both taking the Chiefs here, uh, plus three. Let's pick some more of these games because we do have some let's good do ones on the slate. The next best one. The aforementioned Dallas Cowboys and Michael Parsons go on to take the best team in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles. The they Cowboys are what five. They were doing. I mean, <laughs> they, yeah, they, what, what? they knew what they were doing. Cowboys they knew are five what they were doing, man. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, hell, why not? I would. I mean, no, they is, should. They should. They should be the dogs. But still, it's like they know. They know what they were doing. They make KC the dogs. They make Dallas the dogs. It's like. All right, you know they they want to motivate the team, so we get some good games. But of course, I'm I'm taking Dallas for this one. There's well, no you mean. have to remember what Mike McCarthy said. He's no damn underdog. He's you no know, damn he, underdog. But guess what? what? Said, right that's now what he you said are. against right the Rams. Right now you are, Mike. Is a, you're, I was about to say it's about the same point spread again, Mikey. Uh, this one I'm gonna have to wait to see the injury reports. If the Eagle, the Cowboys, and Michael Parsons, as great as he's been have been feasting on some pretty bad offensive lines. The Eagles, conversely, have one of the best offensive lines in football, if not the best. They definitely have the, they have the deepest as well. Yeah, for sure. So, so if just I'm seeing, blame. if I see that Mylotta can go, then it might, it might slide me all the way to Philly. Right now, I'm going to stay. I'll be iffy. I'll be, I'll have a pick tomorrow on extra points because I have to pick this game before the injury reports are all the way solid. Right now, I'm leaning to the Eagles, though. But I say this: if the Cow, I mean, if the Eagles have offensive line injuries, the Cowboys will not only cover this game; they will win this game. Have you ever been on a team when the coach got fired? Midseason? Nope. 
Because I'm just curious because you have the Panthers. They are 10 and a half point underdogs. To yeah, the I like Rams. that. I like you said that. You, you do like that? I'm about to, to the Rams. I like that. First, because no. here's the big question Who are the Rams to be laying double digit points? That's All what right? I'm saying. I like this one. That offensive line is, I mean, that offense is atrocious. And Carolina's no, the defense. Whole team, the whole team is atrocious. In <laughs> the whole LA. team. The whole team is bad. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure. No, the defense is, the defense is what, 28? The offense is 30th? If you watch, I, here's the thing. Here's what's going on with the Rams. I turn on the tape, and it is, it's, it's literally like people mention like the Super Bowl hangover. Like it's it's legit. Whatever's going on there, it's almost like that. That being so close, you know, when they lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, like trying to get back to it, trying to get back to it. You right. don't see that strain. You don't see that fight in these games where, like, you know what? Let me let me fill the gap so I can just make sure I, I protect the area. Let me make this tackle. Let me force this. Let me, you know, fight for one more extra yard. Let me let me run the right route. I just feel like overall this team is playing. You hate using the word, but they're playing super soft. You know, I seen wow. a couple of players like go in instead of instead of like boom hitting the hitting the lineman. They're just like you know kind of just showing in there and getting moved to the side. I mean, Debo's run is is a big example right there of like, come on now, like, yeah. what are we doing here? So overall, with the exception of Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald, like them two are still playing lights out. Everyone on the team is is not is not playing up to par, and they're playing extremely soft. You don't see any physical dominance from any player other than the two I mentioned, and and that's a huge problem, especially when you are the defending champs. You have the target on your back. Like right. it's like, hey, they won a Super Bowl last year. Let's try to stomp these boys out. You know what I'm saying? And so every week, that's what they're dealing with. So that's a that's a huge problem right now. That's why I like I like this right here in terms of uh, Panthers being a ten point dog. You know, you got you got a familiar face in Carolina and Steve Wilkes coming back, taking over as the head man. Uh, somebody who was a good call. somebody who was wrong. Somebody who was wronged. You know, when he went to Arizona, and now he's coming back. Because he understands the whole mantra of like keep pondering. He knows what it is. He knows what it, what it looks like. He knows what it's supposed to be. Um, and so I, I right now I, I like that. I like that. I like them as the dog. I'm gonna take those ten points for sure. Because the Rams, you got two teams who are trying to figure it out. The Rams know, know what it is, but I feel like the Rams eventually they need to go have one of those player only only meetings and challenge one another. Until they have one of those, like they're not gonna figure it out because no one's scared of them. No one's scared of these dudes. You got all these big no. names. No, no one really cares, man. They're running right through you. Especially if you're going to run the ball just like Dallas and San Fran did. It doesn't matter. So, then Another thing that I'm, I've have I've had good luck with this, this, this season specifically, the total in this game is 41 points on a 10.5 point spread, even if you just take the teams out of it. So if, there, if Vegas is pretty good at hitting these totals, right, whether it goes over or under is one thing, but you have – if it's 41, it's probably going to land but somewhere between 37 and 45, right? So you're looking at a final score, and again, how many games last week, Buffalo, Pittsburgh notwithstanding, do you see have more than a 20-point margin? There's not many when a game is over, Right, right. right. So we're looking at like a if, if in order for the Rams to cover this this final score we're looking at thirty four to to thirteen 
You know, I'm sorry, 24 to 24 to 4, 24 to 13. Uh, you know, like, like, do we think the Rams can approach 30 points? Because if that's the only way that they're going to hit this, they got to, they're going to have to score 24 to 34 points. And for with the Panthers scoring, you know, touchdown, field goal, two touchdowns, something like that to cover, I don't see the Rams being able to move the ball like that. Now, I have zero faith in Carolina's offense, but oddly <laughs> more so now that P.J. Walker is going to begin to start instead of Baker Mayfield. Like, And that might just be because I've seen P.J. Walker and I've bet heavily on XFL and AAF games, and I've seen that man get it done for your boy. Right. Former Houston roughneck P.J. Walker. Um, dude, I don't know, man. I just, like I said, I'm undecided. I, I can see the Rams just showing up and it's like, you know what? Like they're coming to our hometown. Let's just see, you know, this could be a, this could be a game for us to get back to where we need to be. It really coming, we got a, we got a weak team coming in here who just lost a hair coach. Who does, they can't figure out the identity. They're struggling at quarterback, but this also could be a dangerous game because you have a team that's like, we have nothing to lose, bro. We just lost How about our coach. The, I think that's Wait, what it's like. You have you have you have two and you have you have the get right game for the Rams, and then you have like the dead dead cat bounce that you see where it's like, all right, wait, wait, the coach got fired. I could get fired now. Let me go and get not, not quote unquote fired. You know what I'm saying? But it's like if nah, that fired, let me let me, him, put on, let me let me put on some tape. Yeah, let me put on some good tape. Exactly. You know, fresh off of the London debacle. The Green Bay Packers, they are laying seven. The New York Jets, uh, the total's 46. I don't I have no idea what to make of the Packers in that they feel like they're not a good team, especially defense, especially offensively, rather, <laughs> in terms of being able to just move the ball effectively. And then the Jets, I don't, I'm not buying into this, this. One of these New York teams is bad. Uh, you mean the Giants and the Jets are supposed to just have winning records in October? Like, there, I'm not, like there, there aren't any really. There really aren't like bad teams this year. Like, let's just let's just clear that out the way. I think, I think it's like across the board. Like any team can win any single week. You just it's. I think right now the playing field in terms of like the talent is is like is pretty even. Sure. Other teams have more stars and Pro Bowls and other, but I just feel like from in terms of in terms of the depth and in terms of the ability, like there aren't really any bad bad teams. So you said I get it. You said there's a lot of good players in the NFL. <laughs> You're an idiot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I, I, I agree. I'm saying, I also think the there way, are a lot I'm of good players the way, in the NFL. The way, the way these teams are constructed, because nowadays. You know, you don't you don't have to pay the QB a ton of money when you draft them. So you have capital to build like other players, um, other position groups on the roster. And I feel like a lot of teams have been able to do that where they have more depth, which is why I think now it's a playing field. It's almost like now in college football, you know, do, dudes aren't aren't committing to the home team anymore. They're going wherever they want to go or the transfer board yeah. or doing whatever. You know, I feel like just across the board like that, like you don't have every kid going to Miami or every kid going to Florida State or every kid going to U.S. Oh, yeah, every kid is going to USC now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, like stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's why I feel like right now across the board, like it's, it's pretty even. Well, is it even enough to where you're going to take the Jets in seven points against Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back league MVP? I mean, this this is another opportunity 
for Green Bay to figure out. But I am not. I, I'm not sleeping on the Jets, man. I think I'm gonna give the Jets uh, for the points for sure. I really liked what I saw out of Sauce Gardner last week. Uh, I did too. Forcing a safety like he, on the first play of the game. game. Yeah, uh, intercepting Skylar Thompson after the after that, and what I really liked the most about him was before that game, he was like, "I can't wait for this game. This is the type of game that I was like, I'm in the pros for. I want to go yep. against Tyreek Hill. I want to go against Jalen Waddle. And what did he do? He balled out. You know, shout out to Detroit. Uh, so I'm going with Sauce. I'm going with Sauce and the Jets. I'm I'm picking a lot of games off defense this week. It seems, but. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have that lemon pepper parlay. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I didn't hit my lemon pepper parlay last week, so I owe the listeners of this fine podcast something, and I'm planning on giving it to them right here. But first, I want to hear your lemon pepper parlay. What you got? You know what's unfortunate is that we um, <laughs> we pretty much covered most of it except for one. So I got a I got a I got a lemon pepper parlay here. That's an all dog parlay. Okay. Okay. It's an all dog. We talked about two more, two of them already. We talked about Carolina. I'm taking them with the points. Cowboys. But man, there's something about you already teased them. The New York Giants, man. There's just I, I just I just like what's going on. I'm I'm afraid to like go against them. I, I like what's going on there. I'm not taking them for the money line, but I'm taking them for the points. Um against the Ravens. Um I just I just like I just like what they're doing, bro. It's in New York. It's a home game for them. Um, they're coming off that crazy comeback. I literally was watching that game and I was like, okay, Green Bay is just smacking them and it's going to be a wrap. But all of a sudden, they just figured out how to get back. It, after that first win, I was su- I was super convinced. Like, okay, they got, they got the right dude. And people were like, oh, you overreacted. I was like, man, man. I was like, look look at the way like they're they're. They're building that culture. I talked to TJ Jefferson. He was over there too. He was like, man, I yeah. just got here and they're building something special. This is a few weeks ago. Uh, so yeah, my, my, my lemon pepper parlay, all dog parlay, Panthers, Cowboys, Giants. Let's get some dough. I mean, don't, I'm a big fan of uh, Cuban link Wink Martindale now. He didn't have that chain. <laughs> he didn't have that chain in Baltimore the same way. He, he, he got to New York. Oh, he got up with Jacob the jeweler and started getting some bling on. Uh, my lemon pepper parlay, 
I'm going to roll with the Cleveland Browns minus three against the Patriots. The Patriots, uh, that's the third string quarterback, and it was the Lions last week. That's going to get rectified. I'm taking, uh, I, we said just this last week that this was the best unit in football, the 49ers defense, but they've getting they've been knocked, uh, they've been getting uh, dinged up a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and take the five and a half points with the Falcons there. This makes me sick to my stomach, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers and the eight points against the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, I don't feel like they deserve to lay eight points to anybody. And you know what? I'm really going to test the limits and stretches of anybody right here, right now. And I'm going with Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. Kenny Pickett has started two NFL games, and I will have bet on him twice. So good luck to me. You, you So you redeem, you're going to redeem yourself with that? I don't know if I'm, I'm going to try my best to redeem myself with that. If, you know, <laughs> listen, listen, I could pick the Panthers. You know, I could pick the Panthers, but look, Will, I've had incredible luck with low totals and high spreads. Play the dog. It's again, how are they going to score? They're going to score. What's this final score going to be 40 to 10? Like, I don't see that. I don't see it happening. I mean, you know what? It could be. Maybe this is the week the Buccaneers get right. Last week, I thought the Bills might have been in an overlooked spot. Turns out they were not. But you know what, Will? I can't overlook you. And that haircut that you got over there in London. Hey, hey your boy's out here clean. I'm trying to tell you, boy. Damn. I'll be ready for next week. Maybe that's the issue. I need a haircut, and then maybe my picture. Yeah, you haven't had one yet for the show. You have not had not one grooming anything. For first the show, of all, you just get on. I did have hear, one. The first one. You just you just hear. You know, which I mean, this is you've been doing this before me, so I guess that's how it is. You know, so I'll just be the guy together. that comes fresh. I'll just All come right. fresh. You know what? Challenge accepted, Will Blackman. Challenge I, I, accepted. I, wore t- I wore the festive like plain T-shirt. I try to, you know. The festive look, plain like, T-shirt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the festive plain T-shirt. I can tell. You know, this is my yes. favorite one for, uh, you know, sleeping or working out or, you wow. know, this is, this is the extra points. Uh, the, the, the festive plain Jane. I was trying to hold it down, <laughs> oh. man. Like a great t-shirt, extra points edition. All right, everybody. Enjoy week six.